Welcome to the Level Up Podcast, Episode 2. I'm your host, Nick. Thank you for listening. To begin this episode, I'd like to ask you a really quick question. It's a very simple question, actually. If I ask you to rate your happiness level from 0 to 10, with 10 being the best, what number would you say right now? Think about it for just a split second. Would it be a 7? That's actually the answer that I gave when I heard the survey. And according to research, that's overwhelmingly the number that the majority of people give is a 7. It shows me that the majority of people are relatively happy. They don't hate their lives. They're not miserable. But there's always a little something that's perhaps holding them back from being at a, a 10, ultimate happiness, supreme happiness. And um, it's, it's an interesting concept because... I think what happens in order to fulfill that, get from that 7 to that 10, people essentially do two different things, generally speaking. One of which, which is probably the easiest and most straightforward way to fill that gap, if you will, is to purchase, to consume. Whether it's the latest gadget, a new car, maybe a new house. Whatever it may be, especially in our hyper-consumerist American culture and Western culture for that matter. I would say the majority of the people are in a, an endless cycle where we go ahead and consume, buy the next nicest product that we see in hopes to get from that 7 to that 10. It's like our subconscious is telling us, if you just get this one last thing, that's all it takes. You'll finally get to that level that you're looking for. And another interesting thing is there have been several psychological studies done on the impact of shopping uh, and what happens at a physiological, psychological level when people purchase something. An interesting thing is that it actually releases endorphins and dopamine, very similar to a drug. So they also found that Doing this, let's say, let's call it obsessive shopping or compulsive shopping for a prolonged period of time can actually mimic the impact of a drug, even such as heroin, crack, anything like that. Um, So it's interesting. The problem with this, obviously, is it creates a vicious cycle. And I would say that it's probably the ultimate illusion that's fooling, you know, (laughs) the vast majority of Americans and people in the Western world, for that matter, it's that little subconscious area of your brain saying, telling you, go ahead and buy this, this little cool gadget and you'll get there. You'll, you'll go from a 7 to a 10. And obviously, this is an illusion. I think most people recognize that to some degree. But uh, whether it's because of clever marketing campaigns, you know, excellent branding, just going to Walmart, going to the mall, whatever, we constantly get fooled into falling for this trick. I mean, I I fall for it too. Uh, I would say now that I've got a little bit older, I'm in my 30s now, I'm a little less susceptible to it, but I'll be honest, marketers are really good. Uh, There's branding experts out there that understand all the psychological principles that it takes to get people to buy and consume. So anyways, I just think it's something to be conscious of. The second way that I think that a lot of people try to fill the happiness gap, let's call it, is to constantly be achieving or improving themselves. Uh, for instance, you know, get a new promotion, get in a relationship with a really hot girl, 
lose weight, earn X number of dollars a year. The list goes on. Uh, basically, the misconception or the the illusion is that you know once I accomplish this, once I hit up this this next level, that I'll be fulfilled, and it'll last. Uh, it's it's basically what you would call self over optimization. In fact, uh, you know a lot of the most quite frankly, the most miserable people are the ones who <laughs> who don't know when to stop. They're, they're constantly trying to improve it to the next level. I'll take a really good example here is Bill Belichick, coach of the New England Patriots. Um, he's <laughs> If you've ever actually seen him, he's pretty humorous uh, just in his whole his demeanor and his antics. Quite frankly, I mean, the guy's, he's never satisfied. But yet, he's arguably the most successful NFL coach of all time. Um, but if you look at him, it just seems like a tortured soul. <laughs> so it just goes to show that, you know, being the top of your game, being the top dog doesn't necessarily translate, you know, into happiness. So um, I just think it's another illusion perhaps a lot of people fall into. Um, not to say that you shouldn't, you know, improve and work towards personal progress, but it shouldn't consume your life to the fact that it's all you think about. This should be a means to an end rather than the end in and of itself. Uh, you know, the bottom line is life's not a checklist. So anyways, um, I guess the point I'm trying to make here is that we need to be careful of our values. Um, of course, as humans, we innately want to be as happy as possible. We want to somehow get to that 10 level of happiness. But quite frankly, not to be pessimistic here, but I've come to the realization anyways, I think for, for me and probably most people, it's not something that's really sustainable, um, at least for your average person. Now, you know, it's common to be riding a high for a while, everything's going great, you know, and you hit a nine, 10, maybe for a few days, maybe even a week, but it's highly unlikely that that's going to linger around and be, have any sort of sustainability to it. Um, so... In, in a crazy way, to me anyways, I find there's a sense of sense of liberation in knowing that, you know, 10's really not achievable, probably. So, I mean, why waste your time and efforts trying to achieve it? I mean, if you think about it objectively, let's just say, let's, let's use a new car as an example. Let's just say, okay, in my head, my subconscious is telling me, you know, just go ahead and buy this buy this new Range Rover, okay? And then subconsciously I'm thinking, you know, once I get it, that's it. My problems will be over. Life will be hunky-dory. We all live happily ever after. But in reality, if I got the v, if I got the Range Rover, it would be cool for a few days, maybe a week. And then, you know, the newness of it would kind of uh, fade away, dissolve, and you'd basically be back to the same state you were before. So the bottom line in Bottom line here is to just not worry about it. You know, I guess take happiness for what it's worth and leave good enough alone. Don't mess. Don't try to be happier than happy is a quote I've heard before. Um, and I think honestly that as the sooner we recognize these illusions that we so all of us fall for to at least some extent, uh, I think it's easier to transcend this basically and you know not be a not be a slave to material possessions 
um, and not be a slave to just constant optimization and self-improvement. Do what you need to be at your best and then leave it alone after that. So that's just kind of a thought I had here today. I also recommend reading um, this one particular article by this blogger by the name of Mark Manson. He is no relation to Charles Manson, I hope. Anyways, <laughs> but uh, no, seriously, he is a, um, he's actually the author of a book entitled The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, which uh, I've read parts of it. It's pretty interesting read. It's actually kind of where I got the basis of this uh, podcast. I had a, had a really interesting article on his website, which is uh, markmanson.net. So go check that out if you get a chance. Uh, once again, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.